Hey, this is Lori Hammer here, and I want to welcome you to the first season of the Take Back My Brain podcast. In this podcast, we are going to have a wide variety of amazing individuals that are going to enlighten your life. They're going to bring you hope, health, and healing to your brain and to your physical body. So this is this podcast is going to bless you emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So I thank you for watching. Make sure you like and subscribe and enjoy the interview. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Take Back My Brain. And I am so excited because I get to have a live person in Yay. my studio audience. So you have a treat today because this is not only an amazing woman, she is also my cousin. So um, I did not grow up knowing my cousin very well because there's ooh, nine years between us. So I won't tell you how old we are, but anyway, <laughs> there's nine years between us. And so I didn't get to know her very well until the last, I don't know, eight, 10 years, probably. Yeah. So, and she has a story and she has a story of hope. And in this podcast, that's my goal is that every single time we meet, every single time you listen to this, that you walk away with so much more hope and knowing that you can overcome anything, whether it's nutrition, whether it's relationships, um, et cetera. And so today, Tiffany is going to talk a lot about relationships and what that looks like in her life and what she has overcome. So I don't want to steal her thunder. <laughs> So I'm just going to say, I am so proud of this woman because she has overcome so much and the Lord has done an amazing work and he continues to do an amazing work in her life. And she just, I just stand in awe of her and it's so fun to watch. And I am so proud of her and I love her Thank so much. You. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So I want you to start out. I mean, cause your childhood was kind of crappy. Let's just yeah. be honest. Yeah. So let's start with overcoming that. All right. So, so yeah. So my name is Tiffany and uh, my childhood was less desirable, let's say. Um, and I had to overcome things such as the divorce of my parents. I was a big daddy's girl. So that in turn, you know, losing him was very devastating for me. Um, moving to a new city four hours away from him was hard. I was bullied for my looks, for um, my flat chest or my big ears, or um, I was too skinny. And Just is it anything. I can't imagine that. I just can't. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, so that was hard for me to overcome. I kind of went in my shell. And in my middle school years, I decided to join the cheerleading squad, thinking that might help my self-esteem. Uh, it didn't really happen that way. Um, I went into high school and still didn't find myself getting what I was needing, what I was desiring. Um, I was going for finding someone or something to fill that void, someone to love me, someone to see me, uh, just anything to fill that void of being enough, being wanted. So I found myself at 16 uh, getting pregnant and in turn had a miscarriage from that, unfortunately, not something that I want anybody to go through or deal with even at a young age, right. it's still very tough. 
And I ended up after that, I went through cosmetology school. And that kind of was my saving grace at the time. I found something that I was truly good at and made me have a little bit of self-esteem knowing that there was something out there that was something to make me feel good Mm -hmm. and make others feel good. And I was able to help people and feel better about themselves just in their physical appearance. Uh, After that, I got married. And thought, you know, this is great. I'm married and I started having kids. And then I started to find myself searching still for that person or that thing that I wasn't getting. And that was somebody to love me, to see me and all of that. And uh, I decided at one point that I was going to step out of my marriage and search for that from someone else, which was not the position I wanted to take because that's what I went through with my parents. And so that made me continue to do other things that were not desirable, such as drinking. Drinking was going to end up being a huge downfall for me. I came from a alcoholic side on my mom's side. My mom's an alcoholic and my dad ended up being a meth head. So he was big into meth and my mom was an alcoholic. So growing up, I also had to deal with that and overcome those obstacles. And so I was on my way to becoming what I didn't want to be didn't want to be yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah that's where I started to really go downhill um and from there I just continued that spiral and I ended up getting a divorce because I was tired of him telling me that I was turning out like my mom that was my worst nightmare is to become an alcoholic and when somebody points that out, point that out to me, I got very defensive. I'm sure very defensive and uh, didn't want to see it. Didn't want to own it. None of that. I didn't want to own anything that I did. And so one day I got asked to go to a women's conference at a church. And I was not, I knew that God existed. Mm -hmm. And I knew that he was here in my life. I just didn't know him right at all. Right. And I tried everything in my power to get out of that women's conference. <laughs> I tried every excuse I could think of and not a single one of them worked. I found myself at this women's conference and that day I gave my life to Christ and I accepted him into my heart. And that is where my whole story in my eyes shifted and I became new. And that's when my journey of hope and overcoming started. How long ago was that? That was just a short, short four and a half years ago. Wow. So yeah, that's so crazy. 
I know. It seems longer than that. It does. Yes. It does. Lot, lot I've had a lot in those happen. four short and a half years. Yeah. For sure. Every time I get asked how long it's been since I've accepted Christ, it it almost makes me stop in my tracks thinking about it mm-hmm. because it I spent my whole life focused on the negative mm-hmm. and what was happening to me and you know what others were doing to me mm-hmm. and blaming everybody else and so it yeah just absolutely blows my mind how much has changed just from that one incident that one thing that one thing so once that happened what what would be the first door that opened up that you're like I I walked through and this was a huge shift because it's, it's all about relationship, right? So you didn't mm-hmm. know how to have a relationship oh, with gosh, anybody, no. like with your parents, with your friends, with your ex-husband, yeah. you're just, if you don't know who Christ is in your life and you don't have a, a good role model growing up, you right. don't know how to have those types of relationships right. or relationship really with yourself. Like, yes. how do you view yourself? Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. what was like one of the first things that, that shifted for you after that? So I am going to be honest with you when I accepted him into my life, it wasn't a, the next day, my life totally turned around and everything fell into place. Yeah. I totally Um, get that. (laughs) I, you know, it was just a gradual, I'm just finding a new friend basically. Mm -hmm. And, you know, getting to know him and having fun with it and, you know, reading his word and just soaking in all that he had to offer. Right. And then which is overwhelming. It is very overwhelming. overwhelming. Yeah. And so for the first, you know, half a year, nine months, I was just going through the motion, knowing that I accepted him, mm-hmm. um, but didn't quite yet know what that meant. What that meant. Yeah. So Then it came time where the church that I had joined, um, where I had my first women's conference, I was so in love with that church and the way they welcomed me and, you know, helped me through this time of getting to know Christ. They offered a baptism. Mm. And so I wish I would have known about that. I know. I really do. I know because it gives me goosebumps to this day uh, because it was breathtaking. Uh, Mm -hmm. we did it in a lake at twin lakes. And so it was very surreal, you know, the dunking fully submerged underwater and really coming out of that, a whole new person. Like I felt renewed in Mm -hmm. Christ. Right. Right. And And that's what baptism is supposed to be. It's it's a renewal of who you are, who he he created you to be Mm -hmm. because we're all created in his image. And so that's what baptism means. It's, you know, buried in Christ with baptism, raised to walk in newness of life. Yes. And so you got that newness of life. It's totally different. You know, when you, when you take that step and you surrender your life is one thing, but when you go through that act of baptism and make that, um, it's not even necessarily a public thing at all, but it's that intimacy. It's an intimacy with Christ saying, okay, this is, this is, you're just totally washing me clean. Yeah. Totally washing me clean. And yeah. it's, and it does, it shifts your entire, entire being. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's it amazing. is. It's yeah. absolutely amazing. And I want all of you guys to know that I was baptized as a baby. Me too. Uh, mm-hmm. So don't ever think that that is, you know, the only time 
that you can do it if you've been baptized before. If it is your choice to get rebaptized, I say do it because mm -hmm. it is the most exhilarating feeling that I can, I don't even have a word to describe how right. much right. it does for you as a person. Yeah. So you, that's such a shift for you then. And relationships changed after that. It did. Yes. yes. Lots so, of relationships changed. Lots of relationships changed. And after that, like a full year had gone by and I went and found myself at another women's conference. And that speaker that was there that day, she saw the pain that I was still going through. Uh, like I said, just because I accepted Christ, I still had struggles. Well, you and didn't realize how much you could let go of. Right. 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 Yeah. I didn't know you were how carrying to let it, it still. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I was still holding on to all of the pain that I had went through over my life. So she had, that speaker had suggested that I go to what's called the glass house mm -hmm. and it's in California. And that's all the information that I got from her. <laughs> go to the <laughs> glass house, go to the glass house. That's what you need. And I just really was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And after that, I just kept emailing her trying to like get more information out of her just on what she thought I needed mm -hmm. being, you know, that she was a therapist and, you know, a speaker. And I just was trying to, you know, get answers from her that she could not give me. Mm -hmm. And so she again said, go to the glass house. And I was like, again, I don't know what, what that is because that's all she gave me. And so I went on the website, uh, the love to pivot.com and we'll put that in the show notes. Yes. And I just filled out a short little thing to say, you know, who I was and why mm -hmm. I thought that I needed to go. And truly, I didn't really know what to say or what stuff to give them. Cause I felt like I had so much, so much. that mm -hmm. I didn't even know what to say. So I made it brief, short and brief. And then I emailed her back and I said, okay, I did it. I think I sent it off. I'm not tech savvy. So I said, I think I sent it off to the right person. I really don't know. So she, within a half an hour messaged me back and said, um, the founder of the glass house is expecting your phone call. Here's her personal number. And she wants you to give her a call right away. I love it. How she just gave you this much information because yeah. if you really wanted it, you were going to find it. Yeah. And she made you do that. Yes. I love it. I love yes. that. Yeah. So, yeah. So she, uh, I called her right away and, uh, spoke to her for just a brief couple of minutes, all in tears bawling my eyes out. So I don't know what she caught of my conversation or what she didn't, but then she too said, you, you need to be here and there's a spot for you in two weeks. So you get your flight here and mm -hmm. let's do this. And there I knew that God was watching over me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's okay. Here we got an open door, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And every part of me before I accepted Christ would have made every excuse not to take that. Mm -hmm. And whether it be, I can't afford it. I had three kids at this point. 
um, everything would have came into my mind and flooded me to make an excuse of why I couldn't go, but not a single thing was in my brain, but I got to go and I'm going to make this happen. And Christ allowed it to happen for me. Yeah. And it was everything. He's a way maker. Yes. There is definitely a way made for you. Yes. And there was definitely that way made for me that Mm -hmm. day. And that was another huge transition into who I am today Mm -hmm. because I went to the glass house and got my coaching that I needed through all of my stuff. Right. So you could let go of it. Yeah. 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 So there's beautiful discipleship there. Yes. Yeah. Just letting go and letting God do what God is yes. designed to do or he designed to be him to be, you know what I mean? Yes. He's not designed. He's just God. <laughs> right. But yes. Yes. I love it. Yeah. So after that shift happened, because that was a lot of purging. Yes. And it was yeah. only five days. And, but it was a, an intense, intense, intense five days. Yeah. And there was a lot of emotions that came out. And the great thing about all of it is they gave me the tools and the knowledge to overcome what was Mm -hmm. holding me back for so long. Mm -hmm. So God made that way to find and give me and put in my path the right people that could help me oh, yeah. in overcoming. Yeah. And they certainly did. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I hadn't, we hadn't really connected for a little while again, because, you know, life just kind of happens. And I think when I saw you, well, you just ended up calling me mm-hmm. and you're like, I, I need help with nutrition stuff. Yes. And you came oh, and there's, I knew there was still stuff going on with you, but you were totally different than you were the last time I saw you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, there was definitely a shift in who you knew, who you were in Christ. Right. Yeah. And that was the first time I didn't even know that you had accepted Christ. I mean, it had been a bit. Yes. Yeah. It had been a bit before since we connected and it was it's just so beautiful to see. And then to watch your transformation over this, you know, gosh, it's been over a year that, you know, we've been working nutrition yes. stuff with you. Yes. And then you went back to the glass house. I did. For a second time. And well, even the, before you went back to the second time, I mean, the empowerment that you had, I mean, you cut off toxic relationships. Mm-hmm. You just like, I did cut them off. And that's not easy. It is not, easy. especially when one of those is your daughter's dad. So <laughs> yes, yeah, that, that was a tough one. Yeah. yeah. There's a, there's been a lot of tough, um, toxic people that I've had to put at a distance yeah. and, you know, know where the boundaries are with them. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the most beautiful things that I have learned mm-hmm. through all of the coaching is my boundaries yeah. and how to keep them. Well, just even strong. going to your birthday party, Tiffany just turned 40, by the way. Yay. Ooh, careful. There's a storm coming in. So if you hear thunder, <laughs> that's it. But we just went to your 40th birthday party and just even how you interacted with your family that was there mm-hmm. was totally different than it was yes. five years ago. Yes. And yeah, it's, it's great that I can walk in and hold my head high because mm-hmm. I truly had no self-esteem and I struggled for years mm-hmm. upon years, um, and being stuck in a toxic relationship where I was like almost beat down emotionally oh, to feel like I was yeah, absolutely. nothing. Yeah. Um, and 
God just continued to work in my heart and in my life and continue to show up by bringing those people in and mm-hmm. allowing me to go to California again, again for the second time. And like nailing the lid on something that had been plaguing you for a really yes. long time. So yes. share that. What, what was that thing that got nailed and kicked <laughs> to the freaking kicked curb? To the curb. So no more shit show. No more shit show. They, uh, so I have had, like I said, a very difficult time overcoming my battle with drinking and my thoughts around it and my ownership of it and all of that. So I went to the glass house for the 2.0 version and I decided then and there that I wanted to become a coach and help others the way that they have most certainly helped me. And with that, after I left there, I again felt empowered because they taught me more than I thought they could. Like I went there not knowing what Mm -hmm. else I could learn and still learned so much about myself and how to overcome difficulties and difficult relationships in my life and truly accept me for who I am and let go of all the shame and the guilt and the hurt. And after I had gone there, I went to another women's conference. (laughs) This is where there's a theme going on here. There's a theme here. This is where the good Lord really strikes me hard. And I love every moment of it Mm because every time I walk into one of those women's conferences, he does that for me. And he may not do it for everybody that way, but for me, this is how he meets you there because you're, you're in that expectation. Yes, you really are. Absolutely. And I, at this women's conference was on the prayer team. So I was just scanning the crowd and, you know, seeing if anybody needed my help, you know, if anybody needed me. And the worship team was up singing that God so loved. Mm. And there's a phrase in there uh, that is really only said maybe twice, I think. And don't quote me. I don't have it down perfectly. I'll put that in the notes too. But it is something along the lines of bring all your burdens, bring all your addictions, come lay them down at the foot of the cross. And like I said, I think it's only because I didn't, ever hear this song until then. Mm -hmm. And the worship team, they were playing that portion of it over. They were singing it over and over and Mm -hmm. over and over and over a good 20 times. And then it was like, I just got slapped upside the head and I was like, Oh my goodness, I get it. This is for me. And at that point I dropped my head and I prayed to the Lord and I, gave him and laid down at the foot of the cross, my drinking. And that was almost nine months ago. And I haven't had a drop since. <laughs> I mean, so, yes. yes, nine months over plus, nine, months. nine plus. Hey, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I mean, I'm nailing, kind of proud of myself. Yeah. I mean, nailing <laughs> that to the coffin. Yeah. You're just nailing that lid shut because it, it makes you have three kids. Yes. You have three kids and you have a, a wonderful relationship right now with the boyfriend. And he's amazing. He's amazing. If he watches this, hi. I, I love you. 
he is amazing he is. and he makes her light up and I, I love how the Lord has put them together and it's going to be amazing to watch that whole relationship but just her kids I've seen a shift in your kid oh absolutely totally a shift in your kid and my kids will flat out tell you especially my boys they'll look at you and they'll be like oh I don't see a difference I don't know so like it kind of you know I'm like, really? You don't notice a difference at all? <laughs> but I do. I mm -hmm. do. And I notice a change in them because they they come to me with questions. They always have, but it's it's deeper now. It's mm -hmm. more meaningful. And they want that connection with me like they've never had. And yeah, it's it's just so powerful. And so there's just so much love there. And I just thank the Lord every day for taking yeah that so away. and that that beauty in that relationship that was just being blocked right yeah. your relationship with christ because when you have things in your life like drinking you know alcoholism or those kinds of mm -hmm. things it, it 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 creates a barrier yeah with everybody around you and also with god yes right absolutely so you know and now tiffany's a relationship coach mm -hmm. which i think is super exciting Yay. because i've seen relationships blossom around her and i've seen you have to just kind of you know set aside all these relationships that no longer serve who you are exactly right and uh we were talking not too long after you got sober and you're like i don't know who my friends are anymore yeah, because I, you had to have a whole different like network yeah because if you're not drinking then people are convicted and they don't want to hang out with you yeah yeah absolutely so and hang out with <laughs> <laughs> hang out with me right exactly yeah. there it has been it has been tough because I've always struggled with finding good relationships and, you know, ones that serve me mm -hmm. and, you know, make me better than I am. And I just have always struggled with that. So when I lost the relationship with drinking, which I am so happy to have lost, yeah. um, it kind of, kind of stung a little bit for some of my so-called like best friends to not right really want to hang out with me so much anymore yeah because what do you do with somebody who doesn't bring with you anymore yeah because that's what you have in common right. and you know and you can't have the shit show together right right mm -hmm. i mean really because then you're not negative and you're you're shifting every single thing in your life absolutely yeah your whole mind is shifting your heart is shifting your soul is shifting everything yes is shifting toward what god has created you to be yeah and it is it makes people uncomfortable it makes yeah. yeah, it makes people but, very and, uncomfortable. And not saying that in condemnation or being rude or right, judgment, no. that because we everybody, we want to see everybody come that way. And that's why, that's why I do what I do. And that's why you became a coach because you want people to come out of that darkness. Yes. And into that marvelous light. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Right. So tell us about your coaching. Okay. Um, so my coaching, I have just become a certified relationship coach. And what that entails is me coming alongside you and coaching you through the darkness into your light, your, your ability to love yourself wholeheartedly and um, help you through some dark times in your life, as well as once we figure out you and how you tick and what your desires are what your heart says that you want to be in life then it also in turn helps every relationship around us 
So when I say I'm a certified relationship coach, that doesn't mean just you and your spouse. So if you're single, fantastic. I can totally help you <laughs> if you're struggling with anything. Mm -hmm. um, I have gone through the shit. I've gone through, like I said, divorce. I've gone through addiction. I've gone through abortion. I've gone through so many things that have knocked me down to where I didn't, I was so far in the muck, in the quicksand that I was sinking and I didn't have that life raft to pull me out. Mm -hmm. And first and foremost, accepting Christ gave me that life raft. And then once I got out of the sinking, then the coaching has helped me to love myself. And then in turn, because I love myself and because I know who I am in Christ, he has given me people to help me to really, truly see myself and love myself and how you can and how you can give to others and how I can yeah, give to in others a way that you've never knew that you could before yes yeah so that's what because there's I no do. condemnation in Christ right no condemnation and I am so far from being judgmental because I don't like people she judging me not judgmental <laughs> <laughs> so I truly just want to help others see the beauty in themselves mm -hmm. and help them through finding great, amazing relationships around themselves to support them and to uplift them because they're out there. And I'm living proof mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. I have some pretty amazing people surrounding me this, these days, and I could not be happier. I know. So. She just glows. Look at her. She just glows. She laughs I all do. the time. I she do. just, she brings joy yeah. everywhere you go. And I remember I feel like you guys didn't even have kids yet. This was when you're, you know, you were married and you didn't even have kids yet. And I would see you and I'm like, oh, she just looks so sad. And I was. And you were, right? I mean, but you I really were. I you didn't, didn't know. know you didn't why know what or... was. Yeah. And we weren't close enough to, you know, yeah. to like, I, I you know, have a conversation with you at a family reunion, you know. Right. Um, but now I, I get to see you all the time and you just light up the room when you walk in. And Aww. I just, I'm so proud of you. And so if you like this story resonates with you and you feel like tips would be a good coach for you, um, I would say go for it, you know, contact her, all her information will be down there in the yes. show notes. And, um, it's, it's an amazing life. God doesn't want you to be condemned. God doesn't want you to, to live in darkness. That's right. not his plan. That is mm -hmm. not his will. His will was that he sent Jesus Christ to come so that you would have life and you would have it more abundantly. Yes. That is the plan. And th this girl is living proof that when you open up and you surrender, that those things start happening in your life. And that is the biggest word right there mm -hmm. is surrender. Surrender. And huge. most people get scared of that when mm -hmm. you say surrender. It's, it's kind of a scary word when you don't fully know Christ, but I can promise you surrendering is what leads to just every sunshiny day that you could possibly have. And That's true. I'm not going to lie. I don't have the most perfect life still today. Nobody does because we're human and we are on earth. And, uh, but I can tell you it is way, way easier to be happy every day and to love yourself every day then stay focused on all that negativity that just 
drags you down. Right. Because the past is the past. Right. Right. So, you know, as far as the East is from the West, all of that is forgotten. Yes. Yeah. So today is a new day. His mercies are new every morning. And I remind myself that every day I go up for my walk. I'm like, thank you, God, for loving me so much. I love you so much. Thank you for the miracles coming my way today. Thank you for your new mercies every morning. And it's just living that life of gratitude. Right. Yes. And I know you do the same thing. I do. You, you just walk in gratitude because life is so much better than it It was a year ago or five years ago, but even three months ago, I mean, everything just keeps getting better. And I just keep ran a 5K. Yes, yes, she just ran a 5K. (laughs) She didn't even train for it. I didn't even train for it. So, so proud. This lady has helped me through the muck when it comes to my nutrition. So we've had a lot of fun. We have. Mm -hmm. We have 45 pounds lighter. Yeah, she just looks amazing. (laughs) She looks amazing. The tatas are no longer sore. I mean, we got a lot of stuff going on here. So a lot of transformation. Head to toe. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. I'm going to put all of the information in the show notes, leave a comment, make sure you contact Tiffany. If she resonates with you, she always resonates with me. I love her very much. I love all of you. And I will see you in the next podcast. Love you guys. Thank you. Wasn't that interview absolutely amazing. I hope it brought you as much hope, health, and healing as it did me. Thank you for listening and make sure you like and subscribe if you enjoyed that interview because there are more to come. And if you also like what you heard and you would like to work with me, check out the link down below. And also I created a course just for practitioners on amino acid therapy, how to balance your brain so that you can thrive and get the most out of life with yourself and your clients. So if you're interested in that, make sure you check out that link below as well, because the course is now open. So make sure you like and subscribe. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.